Right now, in Jesus' name, I just speak the spirit of revelation over you. That, um, man, that God would just come and, and show you something new today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. I thank you that you're awesome. Thank you that you love me, God. You love all the people listening to this. And um, I just invite you in, Holy Spirit, right now to, uh, to say what you want to say to um, to anybody listening to this today, uh, a week after it's recorded, God, two weeks after, a month after, a year after, 10 years down the road, God, you know who's going to hear it, and, uh, and you've got something to say. In Jesus' name, God, thank you. All right, guys, today we are going to... We're going to go through, I thought it was just Hebrews 3. We're going to go through Hebrews 3 and 4 as well. And it might be a little bit longer, but it's going to be good. So, uh, we got to go back into Hebrews 2 just a little bit. So we kind of have, we kind of have some context. Um, yeah. Um, try, yeah, yeah, this would be good. So... I will put my trust in him, that is, I am the children God has given me. Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son also became flesh and blood, for only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying. We also know that the Son did not come to help angels. He came to help the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, it was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Our high priest, like, interceding on behalf of us. Like, Jesus came to bridge the gap between us and God. Um, people made a lot of mistakes, right? This, I, I just feel it on my heart to just kind of share the gospel. Um, so like, this is what it is, right? Like people messed up, people made mistakes. Then Jesus came and, um, basically reconnected us with God. Right. Um, and, and, and that was, that was then, right. But that's also today and that's forever. Um, and you hear that the one who was and is and is to come, that's Jesus, man. And that's, that's for good. Um, you got people watching pornography. You got people injecting methamphetamine into their arms, stealing cars, um, raping people. It's, it's a bad deal. And Jesus came. <laughs> Jesus came for everybody who's made mistakes, no matter how big or how small, to reconnect them with God who is alive today and who is alive forever. Um, it's a really good deal. It was necessary for him to be made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. Then he could offer a sacrifice that would take away the sins of the people. Gone, as if it never happened, the awareness of it, everything. Since he himself had gone through suffering and testing, he's able to help us when we are being tested. Every single time, no matter what it is, God is right there. All right, now we're getting into Hebrews 3. So, this is chapter 3, Jesus is greater than Moses. And so, dear brothers and sisters, who belong to God and are partners with those called to heaven, 
Think carefully about this Jesus, whom we declare to be God's messenger and high priest. For he was faithful to God who appointed him just as Moses served faithfully when he was entrusted with God's entire house. But Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses, just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. Shaladah. That's, man, that's, that's, oh, that's so good. Like, when you see that sunset, when you see that uh, newborn baby, or that beautiful frozen lake, or that fog, or whatever it is, praise him, because he's good, because he made it all. And when somebody asks you, how was your morning? How was that drive to work? How was your evening? How was your night? Whatever it was, and you think back on that thing that you saw that was beautiful, tell them God did it. <laughs> oh, man. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God would reveal later. But Christ, as the son in charge of God's entire house, but Christ, as the son in, is in charge of God's entire house, and we are God's house, if we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. Be God's house. It's who you are. You were never meant to be anything else. You were never meant um, to be caught up in the nastiness of the world. God made you to be with Him. Oh, it's so good. With Christ, with Jesus as the head, man. Um, who went through all the temptation that people face. And overcame it through a right relationship with the Father. That's, that's what we need. <laughs> we need to know what he's about. We need to be close with him every single day. Um, yeah. And when we stay in that place, man, um, it is all good. <laughs> Father God, I just invite you in right now um, to just to just reveal a, a, a greater in, in, in greater detail who you are to everybody listening to this God. Um, and to myself, God, we need it. We need it, God. We need to know who you are. We need to know um, what you have done. In Jesus' name. That is why the Holy Spirit says, Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Don't be closed off. Hear what he has to say and do it. And this, like, this hit me right here. Like, this so hit me. Um, like, more than any other time that I've been reading through it before. So today, when you hear his voice. So, like, just, just, in, just in that alone. That's like a promise. Like, God's talking to you today. He's talking to you today. He's got a word for you today. And it's new and it's alive. And it's everything that it always has been and it always will be, man. Oh, it's so good. He's never changing. He's never shifting. He's never going to say one thing and then mean another thing. He's never going to say one thing and then, and then change it up the next day. Forever, man. So God's talking, he's talking to us today. 
He's talking to us this, this very day. Expect God talking to you today in every situation. What's God saying right now? Um, you're in the you're in the hospital. Uh, one of your family members or friends is dying. They're on the hospital bed. What's God saying right now? Um, you're at work and uh, somebody's freaking out. Um, what's God saying right now? He's, he's, he's got something to say. He's that still small voice. Um, what's he saying? You're in the car. Uh, you're driving to work. You only got like a couple hours of sleep. Maybe you got a baby at home and he was all night long just, ah! And uh, what's God saying, man? Oh, in every situation. You're at the grocery store and there's a lady uh, screaming at her kids, just really mad, nasty demon stuff. Um, what's God saying? He's talking to you today. And then it's like, yeah, I, th I think we basically covered it all right there. <laughs> We're gonna keep going. <laughs> All right. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. When they tested me in the wilderness, there your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. And that struck me there because I had I had seen the miracles. I had seen the mercy of God, angels, um, all sorts of beautiful stuff, manifestations like, whoa. Um, and I still, and I still went the other way for a while. Um, I had this first, like, just like beautiful, um, experience with God. Uh, me and this dude were praying and, and angels showed up and it was like, whoa. Um, and we, we were watching this like manifestation of God and his power and just for like hours. And, um. I, I still like then like didn't believe in Jesus after that and I like saw Jesus then too like standing in my living room and as like still didn't believe in Jesus um did not um did not give God my life I continued to go the other way for another year I kept doing drugs after that and then I go and I overdose I get raised from the dead and uh and I still didn't believe in Jesus <laughs> and I believed in God at that point, stopped doing drugs. And it was like, um, and, and, and even then for the next year, I'm seeing all these people get healed in church and prophecy and all this like, whoa, God stuff. And, uh, still didn't believe in Jesus. And, and this, this just really struck me, um, because it was the same way with these people that Moses was leading around in the wilderness, um, where they're seeing the power of God, just like all this like wild stuff. Um, and they still like, they still went the other way, man. Um, God is so loving. He's so forgiving. And, um, if that, like, if that, like, if, if you're, if you're thinking right now, man, that's me. Like I've seen, I've seen the power of God and there's, I'm, I'm still missing it. Like God loves you. He's forgiving. He just, man, he just, he, he wants you back. Um, <laughs> he wants you back home, uh, where you belong. And, um, yeah, that doesn't change while we're here. <laughs> All right. There your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. So I was angry with them, and I said their hearts always turn away from me. 
They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest. Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. That's powerful. You're going to warn each other every single day while it's still today. Like, there's obviously some reason that he that he wrote this. <laughs> Man. Like, we we need to we need to be with each other as um followers of Jesus. Like there's yeah, there's there's power in fellowship, there's power in unity and coming together. Um saying warn each other every day. And um that man that just that just really stuck out to me. And like he makes it like really clear, like while it is still today, like don't let them sleep, man. You need, you need to you need to you need to warn your brothers, you need to warn your sisters um, every day. And how do we do that? Um, it might not always look like be careful, but um, but through just encouragement just just being with one another I think that's I think that's just like a um, a huge huge part of it also we're gonna keep going you must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God for if we are faithful to the end trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed we will share in all that belongs to Christ. We will share in all that belongs to Christ. That's yours, man. Everything he's got is yours. All is meant to be yours. Even though messed up, right? Made mistakes, did this whole bad thing for a while. When we say yes to him and we give up our life, um... It's on, man. All the promises of God. And I love, I, man, how it says here too, like, for if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believe. This, like, pink cloud um, type of, like, man, you're going to be on fire at first, and then it's going to dwindle out. Uh, and then you get, you get married, you have babies, and it's just kind of dull. Like, that's not it, man. That's not it. Like, God saying, like, if that is it, you're not going to share in all that belongs to Christ. You won't. You won't get it. You won't have everything that you're meant to have. It's not meant to burn out, dude. We need it new every day. We need it fresh every day. We need to know what he's saying every single day to us. We need to know who he is more and more, growing in that, growing, going up, not the other way. Hmm. In Jesus' name, I just speak that over you, um, that that would just come to fruition. I think that's the right word in your life. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we'll share in all that belongs to Christ. Every bit of it, everything he's got, it's ours, man. Shout out. Remember what it says. Today, when 
you hear his voice. I think there's a reason they're writing this twice. Don't harden your hearts as Israel when they believe. God, what are you saying to me today? What do you got for me today, God? I know that your word's the same forever, but what specific thing do you want me in on, meditating on, um, eating, chewing on, digesting today, God? I need to know. <laughs> and he will tell you. And who was it who rebelled against God even though they heard his voice? Wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt? And who made God angry for 40 years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose corpses lay in the wilderness, and to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest? Wasn't it the people who disobeyed him? So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. Believe in God, man. Believe in God every single day and stay in that place of rest. It is for you. It is for today. And from that place of resting in God, knowing that he loves us, knowing that he's for us, knowing that he's with us in the car, at work, in the bathroom in the morning, man, um, when we're visiting family, um, friends, in any situation, he's with us. That place of rest, man, stay in there. That's for you. That's for you. It doesn't have to be this thing of like, okay, we got we got this time with God at this time of day, or we got this time with God um, just at church, or we got this time of God with just a specific group of people, and it's really good, and then it dwindles out all week or all month or whatever, and then we have to go get refilled again. No, God's saying every day, man, that's for us, to stay in that place of rest for the people who, who believe in God, man. Um, the, the 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 ones who like declare who he is with with our words man with our actions with all that we are um to just really like become it and only he can do it only he can do it him before him every day god i thank you that only you can do this man i thank you that god without you i'm not okay at all i'm like a i'm like a newborn baby that somebody left uh in the bathroom at mcdonald's man and um, I need you every single day, God. <laughs> that, was a, that was a goofy, a goofy analogy at the end. Oh my goodness. Thank you, God. You're awesome. And we're going into chapter four, promise rest for God's people. It's gonna be a little bit of reading here. Um, it'll be good. God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Don't fail to experience the rest of God. If you've tasted and seen that he's good, you've got a choice. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listen to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, In my anger I took an oath that they will never enter my place of rest. Even though this rest has been ready since he made the world, we know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But for those who first heard this good news, but those 
who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God <laughs> set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. That's so simple. That's Man, that's Hebrews 4, 7. God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. It's right now, man. Shaladanades. It's right now. It's for you, man. It's for you. Mm. God, I just declare a hunger for that, man, to know who you are, to be in that place of rest over everybody listening to this in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Oh. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. He says it again, man. He said it three times. Today, when you hear his voice, God's talking to you today. And like at any time, if you're listening to this, man, just acknowledge him. Like, God, I thank you that you're talking to me today. And you're excited about it. Ah, all right. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fail. And like... Like, I think, um, I think early on I had this thing of like, like, I got to try not to mess up. I got to try not to make mistakes. I got to try to do the right thing, man. I got to try not to disobey God. Uh, like it was this huge work thing and that's not, that's not what it is, man. That's not what he's asking. He's asking that we get so, um, up in his business, man, that we don't want to do any of those things, that those things aren't even in our mind. Um, so we wouldn't even, um, have the thought to, to do those things, um, that we just get so like with him that we just become, um, just like Jesus in every way, man. Um, because when we're in him, when we're in him, we, we don't, we don't have a choice. It's who we are. Um, when Batman's in his Batman suit, he's Batman. And um, <laughs> when we're in Christ, I think I think you get it. So we're gonna keep going. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. God knows everything, everything going on inside you, outside you, everything you've ever done. And man, it's like, I'm glad he does. Because <laughs> now I don't have to. I probably wouldn't like you. <laughs> I'd probably see you with a filter and like, oh, yeah, just being real. So I like this at the end, man. And he loves you. Like he loves you. Like with that, like he, he knows everything we've done, man. Just absolutely loves us, man. He's like, yeah, you did stuff that was really messed up and awful. And um, 
mercy, man. Forgiveness where there could be punishment. God. Just, so good. And it's just a love, just a love of God. Um, I get, I get to see it. I get to see it more every day. Um, God, I pray that over the lives of everybody listening to this man, that they could see it, that they could see the forgiveness, um, where there could have and should have been punishment. God, you came to say, no, I'll take that weight. I'll take that pain. I'll take that, um, so that you can be free, man. Just let him see in Jesus name. And at the end of this, um, so he says, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. Like we're accountable, we're accountable to God, man. You're not accountable to your pastor or your parents or the people that you work with or your friends, your lifelong friends, um, or anything like this. At the end of the day, at the end of your life, it's you and him. And what he says matters more than anything else. talking about this a little bit ago um maybe like 10 days ago or so if we want to get people to like us right if we want to to go around a group of people and feel comfortable we could find that group of people we could find some people that would agree with us whatever we're doing no matter what it is uh even if it is messed up uh we could find some people that would agree with us they say man you're awesome for doing that we get all this praise and glory um but that's not what matters what matters is God. What matters is what he's saying. And you should feel different from the world. If you don't, that's okay. God wants to get you there. Just acknowledge him. God, I want to be different in this world. I don't I don't want I don't want what they have, God. I don't want to find joy in what they find joy in, God. I don't want to just go with the flow, God. I need more. Oh, he loves you. Christ is our high priest. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. Let us get alone with him in the morning, in the evening, in the middle of the day at lunch break, and just acknowledge him as God who made everything and loves us. Jesus, who went through all the temptation that man faced and made it through it without making any mistakes, made it through it in right relationship with God as the one we can look to, our strength, our hope, and everything, and just acknowledging him. God, I thank you. You love me even if you feel tired. God, I thank you that even though I feel tired, even though I feel weak right now, I feel stressed out. You love me, God, and you're so much more than this feeling. Uh, if people are criticizing you, people are giving you heck at work. God, I thank you that you love me and I might be getting all this hate from people right now but God you're so much bigger than that God and I thank you I'm not here to get people to like me I'm here to worship you every single day God and everything that means in every situation and I thank you that because of your love God I get to do it because of your strength I get to do it 
Let us come boldly before the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we'll find grace to help us when we need it the most. In those tough situations when we absolutely need it the most. Jesus. I just speak that over your life, that that become your reality more and more. You could be in that deep right now. Like, you might be really vibing with this. Um, and I just say more in Jesus' name, an increase in the power and the love of God in your life, an increase of that desire to seek Him, an increase in sight, God. Would you just bring about experiences in their life that would grow wisdom, God? Um, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, that in those tough situations that you would just bring about, you just develop that wisdom in them that we can't get from anything anywhere else, God, that only you give. That comes from being in the fire, God, in Jesus' name. <laughs>